it's JT, and I'm excited because I've just booked my flights and I'm coming to a city near you. I will be in Poland and Germany in July. Then I'll be in the UK and Scotland in August. Then I'll be making the trip over to the United States and Canada for September. If you would like a Bulletproof for BJJ seminar, contact us. Email jt at bulletproofforbjj.com and book your seminar today. Better listen very carefully. A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready. Essentially, at this point, the fight is over. So you pretty much flow with the goal. Who is worthy to be trusted with the secret to limitless power? I'm ready. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Bulletproof for BJJ podcast. Hi guys, I'm JT. Hey, I'm Joey. You guys are here for a good one today. Oh yes, here we go. JT and I don't agree, so we're going to flesh it out on air. Mate, it's happening right now. I mean, he's holding me back. Rest rounds. Now, we're going to discuss this because I believe you shouldn't take rest rounds if you want to get better. And I believe you should take them sometimes and sometimes you shouldn't. Yeah, it's just you being soft. All right, let's let's <laughs> ding ding round one. <laughs> so please we'll, state we, your case. Okay, well I don't need to state my case, and I'm right. Here's the thing, guys. This is not for everybody. That's the pre-frame. If you are just starting in jujitsu, you don't have a choice. And in truth, if you get the opportunity to roll with higher belts, you're you're on survival mode. You, you know, you don't get much to say. You're tired. Yeah. And you see a pretty unassuming looking, kind of scrawny looking purple belt, and they mince you right? You, you are the rest round. You don't have a choice. So you don't realize that you're doing everything you can. You're fighting to the death, but to them, that's like 20% of their effort, right? So this is not for you. I'm speaking to somebody who might be thinking, I think I'm okay at jujitsu. I'm a, you know, maybe a blue belt or a purple belt. I'm trying to raise my standard. The, the general conclusion most people have is I got to train more. And I don't think that's true. Like most people tend to do too much. I had someone email me the other day and say they train twice a day, six days a week, and they're trying to improve. And I was like, whoa, if you want to improve, actually you probably do a little bit less for quality. What I'm talking about is when you're tired about digging a bit deeper, like take that hard roll. You see Joe Worthington across the mat from you looking hungry. He's just had a rest round. <laughs> and, he's, and he's like, hey, man, are you good? Like, should we? Because he believes in taking rest rounds. You're tired because you're doing the hard thing. You're like, fuck. And he's coming to fuck yeah, you yeah. up, man. <laughs> and JP's like, do, do the hard thing, man. Like, just suck it up and just take, take a beating. There's a value in that. And that's why I'm saying, if you want to get better in those moments when you're like, oh, do I pick the scrawny smaller guy or do I pick this big muscled gnarled brown belt? Make the hard choice. That's what I'm saying, Jared. Well, that's great. I love how a, you, is there a uh, counterpoint? Well, the counterpoint is that you changed your argument halfway through. There's no change. What you've got here is no rest rounds. And, no. Then, and then what you changed it to was you should do the hard rounds. You should say yes when you're tired. What? That's true. Don't do, yeah, don't do a rest round. Yeah, no, no. How I, is that different? I agree. Well, one is, one is saying that it's, it's like linear or binary where it's like never do rest rounds. If you want to get better. No, no, no. You're saying never do rest rounds. And then <laughs> one is like, hey, it's good for you to do hard rounds sometimes when you're fatigued. I didn't say a, sometimes. And taking a roll. No, I didn't say sometimes. Play it back, DJ. Well, then <laughs> tell me this. How does that fit into the idea of quality and, and quantity, that, uh, that sort of discussion? 
No, I'm saying your your training will be better. Like, what quality. if I'm just turning up and getting ragdolled every round, and I'm there five nights a week, and I'm just getting ragdolled? What, why are you fight? My question is, why are you there five nights a week? Okay, well, let's say I'm there three nights a week. Okay, you and I make the most of it. Ragdolled. Okay, the question and is, I'm not is it a, a lack of jujitsu or is it a lack of athleticism? Well, let's let's just choose one. Let's say it's a bit of both. <laughs> I love I love how you're just bringing in so many layers on this. This it doesn't no, I'm just trying to bring it to a practical perspective, which is I agree with the idea that yeah, you shouldn't shy away from rolling when you are fatigued, and you shouldn't duck hard rounds like routinely because they're important. It's important to go through that, but it's my belief that sometimes it's it's good to pull it back a little bit and go, no, you know what, I'm going to rest. I did it the other night because I was I was training, I was having a really good session, but I could feel myself fatiguing, yeah. and I'd had two or three hard rounds, and I was like. I'm going to sit the next one out so that I can maintain this output today because I want to have a quality session. I went to judo uh, a couple weeks back and I got my hand smashed and I didn't want to sit off. And the thing is you get an option. Like they usually let you rest as long as the round goes. So because there's there's actually usually a lot more people on a judo mat than a jiu-jitsu mat at some of the gyms I've trained at. So they'll do like say the round's five minutes. You get five minutes break but it's expected that you're going to go super hard for five minutes. Jiu-jitsu, it's not usually like that, right? You might do six or seven minutes and then you only get a minute break mm-hmm. and then you just got to keep going. Like that in itself is quite hard. Yeah. So I didn't sit off a round every time. Like I didn't take any breaks. I rolled every single round and yes, my quality was going down, but psychologically I was putting it on everyone else that I didn't sit off any rounds. Like who the fuck's this guy? Because I was like, I'm not better at judo than them. Yeah, I'm I mean, not. I think that's a great thing to do. But it's just because I'm like, oh, sometimes fuck, I want to quit. I wanted to. Qu- I did. I wanted to sit off. I honestly did. I I was like, I could feel myself getting sloppier and being crappier and whatever. But I was like, no, nah, I'm. I know this is only going to last forty minutes, so I've just got to push myself right now because it doesn't happen that often, right? So what I'm saying is, we only get few opportunities now. If you're a beginner. You don't even know what that is. So that's why I put the pre-frame. If you've just started jiu-jitsu, you, can't, you don't even really got to say in who's at rest round or not. Yeah, but again, I come back to the point that I think it's really important to train that psychological aspect of it. Yes. To go through that fire. But I also think it's important to sometimes focus more on the quality or more on, hey, today I'm not going to go balls to the wall. I'm just going to like... But I'm saying that's most people most days. Well, I think that's an assumption. No, I think that's correct. I think look around the mat, Joe. How many people are you? Fucking no one. No, that's true. You're, you're a complete savage. It's true, but I and, still, and, but I still don't stand by that. That it, that I think I don't think it's one or the other. I think people definitely shouldn't shy away from the hard stuff. But it's not to say that hey, every single session you turn up, you got to give it everything and take every role, even if it's a shit training session. No, but I don't think it makes a shit tra- – because what you think makes a shit training session is different to what I think makes a shit training session. Well, no, we've identified that there's different parts to it, right? So it's like more of a psychological benefit to going through that fire. And physiological too, not just psychological. Sure, sure. But but then there's also like, well, today I want to stay a bit sharper, maybe focus more on some newer techniques that I'm trying to incorporate into my game. True. You're not going to do those things as much. Yeah, but there's different places where you can do that, right? Uh, I'm, I'm challenging you. And I'm challenging everyone listening right now to hold yourself to a higher fucking standard. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but still, I agree. Hold yourself to a higher standard, but you can take rest rounds. I don't agree. If you're in the school of Joey. 
I give, yeah. you, I give you, you guys You can permission. go to the school, Joey, hang out with Joe, think you're fucking cool, and I'm going to come smash your fucking face off. Like, you have to understand, people, there's a level of intensity that exists in the world of jiu-jitsu, which is a level of savagery you probably won't know until you go to a pro gym and you get absolutely destroyed by everyone. And they don't, they're not even your belt level, and they're not even champions. It's just that level of intensity. I'm not saying this is forever. Jiu-jitsu isn't forever. The chances are that you're probably only in jiu-jitsu for 10 years. If that, you'd be lucky if you make the 10-year mark. Like, how many people did you start with that actually didn't make the journey to black belt? Oh, yeah, heaps. So, yeah, you know, like, this, it's an attrition, right? And, and I'm not... Yeah, but um, I, now I also think that's kind of your... Like, a lot of people say that are listening to this... We'll never go train at a pro gym. That's not. It's not what they want out of the journey. Oh, I don't think that's true. I think more people no, do it now than I ever think, have. No, in, in your in our world, with the people that we know who are like ADCC trials, traveling to B team, like people who are like, I'm living this journey to the fullest. But there's people out there that are like, hey man, I took jujitsu up at 45, and I get in there two nights a week, and it's a great source of fitness and socializing for me. But I don't, though, like, it's, it's I, we can't lump everyone no, into that same place that I, we're at. And I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is we're missing the point. Well, Jiu-Jitsu is growing. You are saying that. No, listen, hear me out. Jiu-Jitsu is bigger than Please it's ever been. call in, guys. Guys, don't fucking call. You know who's right. Jiu-Jitsu en masse is far bigger than it's ever been. Sure. The Jiu-Jitsu tourism is, it's, we even said it's bigger than sex tourism now. We said that in an episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, so it's, it's a fact. It's, it's right. facts. Yeah. Big facts. No, maybe it's not. Definitely nothing. Sex tourism, than sex tourism is, is yeah. huge. Uh, but in terms of people just traveling and training. Yeah, there's more, but like it's still only masters, a portion of the community. World comu- Masters is huge. Yes, but it's still only a portion of the community. The community is this, the people that compete at World Masters here, People that travel overseas but, but for it. I would say World Masters is bigger. It's on attendance is bigger than Worlds. So they're people who are older who still want to compete. Yeah, but most of them are people that were doing Worlds 10 years ago that are now just crossed into that next threshold. Not always. Some of them are old. I, Some of them are I, I were doubt, doing it in the I 90s. I doubt there's a lot of like 55-year-old. I mean, Bro, there would be some. You're saying you doubt. Well, you need to do your research because I'm telling you right now, it is the biggest comp. And my friends, no, no, please no, no, Google it right now. Here's what you're misunderstanding. The fact that it's a big competition, JT, doesn't mean that everyone's doing it. It just means that the pool of people that are eligible to go to that competition is expanding. And so as that expands, this entire pool of, let's say, whatever age they are, masters, that the 5% of people in the jiu-jitsu community also grows in terms of numbers of humans. So, yeah, of course, all of the competitions are always going to get bigger, but it's still not reflective of the entire... That's not a cross-section of the community. That's just one faction of it. I'm saying jiu-jitsu as a whole, if you're listening to this... There is every chance... You're listening to this. I feel sorry for you. You're not holding yourself you've to got a another, high enough standard. You've got a, okay, so we've got one minute. So, so now we circle this up. all the way back. Okay. Which is what it is. No, which is, yeah, hold yourself to a high standard. Completely agree. So? Take some rest rounds though. Don't. Don't take rest rounds. I challenge you. Like, how many rest rounds do you take? How many rounds do you sit out? Now, obviously, we have promoted before that maybe you would finish a round early so you could stretch or... Like, to do your breath work or do whatever. Mm. Yes, I agree with that. You're a fucking pussy. But. <laughs> you fucking pussy. But. You want to do some flexibility shit? Go into the fire. <laughs> Build mental fortitude. Seek adversity. <laughs> Fuck seek, your flexibility. Seek adversity. Well, actually, as far as it goes, uh, flexibility is probably harder than rolling. <laughs> Stretching your hamstrings. You see him trying to dig his way out of the hole now, guys. What hole? What hole? 
come at me, guys. Well, it, so you're saying like flexibility is more important than technical development? No. You need to work on your technical development separate of rolling. Rolling is a different thing. This is where we're thinking about it differently because I believe you should put time into working on your technical development outside of class. Okay. A lot of people aren't. They don't have time. All right. That's a choice. That's fine. You want to take a restaurant? Your choice, Joe. <laughs> I'm not bending on this. Fuck you if you think I'm going to bend on this. I'm fed. I'm caffeinated. I'm good to go. We could do this for another fucking 40 minutes. That's right, guys. I'm telling you right now, guys. Sign up to our Patreon, please. <laughs> Get fired Get up. Get more of this. No, and if you, if you don't vibe with this, fuck you. I don't care. It's fine. Like the biggest problem I see in jujitsu is that in the moments of when it's hard, some people shy away, some people lean in. And we know the people who lean in get better. I'm not saying you need to go pull harder as in you need to go to class every day. I actually think that's a mistake. I think training every single day is actually a mistake. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when you're doing it, do it as well as you can. And even if the, the fear and anxiety of rolling a higher belt or like rolling when you're fucking exhausted is there, fucking be brave. We don't have many opportunities to show courage in our lifetimes. Like you're putting yourself in the fire, embrace it, get after it. That's what I'm talking about. I think that that is more succinct in what you're actually trying to get out of your soul here, which I can see is on fire. Rather than no rest rounds, it's be courageous, go into the fire. I see that that last Which is little. no rest rounds. Well, maybe sometimes, yeah, sure. No, stop, stop nullifying. You know where you're at. Joe says take rest rounds, JT says doesn't. It's up to you. You do what you like. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace.